Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. You're very welcome to Midweek Late Lunch on LMFM Radio. My first guest today won many a battle on the field of play. But in late October 2020, he faced his greatest challenge of all. You see, GAA legend Graham Geraghty suffered a brain hemorrhage, which left him fighting for his life. But he's made of stern stuff, as we know. And just over a year on, I'm delighted to welcome him back to Late Lunch. Graham, hello again. Good afternoon, Jerry. How are you? I'm good. Thanks so much for joining me on the show. Can I take you back to that day? What was it, the 27th of October, a Tuesday? You you went to work as normal. What do you remember of the day? Were you, were you all right going to work, getting up that morning? Yeah, it was 100%. And I, I recall everything that happened that day. It was... I was up and down uh, from Kilkenny a couple of times that day in the car working and uh, it was a normal normal day as usual and, and uh, that evening we're getting ready to I suppose, go to bed and, and, and spend the night there and um, I was just chatting to my colleague Ian Daly and uh, I just got a ripping pain in the front of my forehead and it just kind of pierced through my head into the back of my neck and I knew there was like it was horrific pain I knew there was something up so like, you know quick thinking by him he got me downstairs and I suppose put me on the couch and, and rang an ambulance straight away um, I think he initially thought he was having a stroke or something but uh, you know I suppose I got into Navin quick enough and they were able to diagnose fairly quickly what was what was up yeah, you had an aneurysm and uh, they, as you said, Navin played a crucial part and then you, you, you were quickly made your way to Beaumont Hospital. But there's no doubt reflecting now the speed of action was crucial, Graham. Oh, definitely, yeah. And I suppose like we've, you know, we've, we've um, heard it often enough, um, you know, the quicker we get things like this or strokes or whatever it is, the quicker the better. And, you know, I was into Navin within, I suppose, half an hour of getting the, the first pain and... Um, you know, thankfully, you know, they knew what they were doing. They diagnosed it quickly and got me to Bowman as quick as they could. And, uh, you know, thankful for that, really. Mm. Did you know much about it after that? Or were you uh, in a different place, really? Did you know what was going to happen or what faced you? Or was that just not not on the table at all? Were you conscious at all? Uh, I was conscious all the time, yeah. yeah. Um, um, I remember going on the, on the trip up to Bowman in the ambulance, um I thought I'd never get there actually, but you know, because I was in a lot of pain at the time, mm. uh, and then I suppose getting settled into into Bowman's and so it was the height of the COVID that time, and you know, getting COVID tests—that's the last thing you wanted someone prodding you, you know. So it was, um, 
it was it was a rough couple of days. I think I you know I was just hoping and waiting to to get the operation over me so I could get settled. But um, I had the operation on the Thursday, and I remember going down and having to sign consent forms. And I said, "Hey, I don't care. Just just put me out. You know, I just wanted to go to sleep really, and, <laughs> mm. and you know, alleviate the, the pain somewhere." But um, I woke up then, I think seven or eight hours later, in the recovery room and and back up to the ward. But I thought that was really the end of my troubles, kind of from there, you know, that I had the operation over and that was the end of it. Was, so the next five or six days now were, were really bad as well, you know, because where the bleed was, they couldn't drain the blood away, so they had to let it dissolve back into the body itself and the pressure kind of was causing a lot of pain. And, and, and it was a rough few days, but, you know, they're fantastic staff up there and looked after me really well. So, mm. you know, I've probably one of the lucky ones that got the to walk out of it, you know. Yes, yes, there are many don't, and, and I don't have to remind yeah. you of that. You you, you know the, the situation. Um, so really, look, the operation, you were out of it for the duration, it was a seven-hour operation, a long operation. They had a lot to do, and as you said, the days following it were very tough. Um, did you think about, you know, your mortality? Like th- Things like this only, you know, come to us when you have faced and others a situation like this. Did you Did you ever fear that you mightn't, you know, turn the corner? Oh, I definitely did. I think there was a couple of nights I was I was lying in the bed just looking at the ceiling and wondering when it was going to end. And it was just one particular night that I was just in a bad place. It just it's never enough now. Just just let me go and take me or whatever. But that was it. And uh, all of a sudden, then this priest appeared around the corner, and uh, I don't know whether it was faith or, or divine inspiration or whatever. But uh, I had to chat with him probably for ten or fifteen minutes and kind of, you know. I suppose showed me what I had to live for actually by the family and friends and the kids and all that kind of stuff so kind of got me through the night and the next day was better and the next day after that it was better so you know it, it's I saw some of these things are at its worst we kind of reflect and, and see what's going on in our own lives and our family and, and friends and I suppose that's what's really important more than anything else it certainly is, Graham. It certainly is. Are you a religious type of man? You know, you mentioned the priest when when he arrived. Yeah. Sorry? Are you a religious type of person? You know, well, of your faith? I, I, I wouldn't say I was religious, no, but definitely would would be more religious now than I was, all right, <laughs> because the amount of I suppose, yes. best wishes and prayers and everything that was, you know, sent, sent to me and, and, and prayed for me, you know, I think definitely had some kind of effect on me because uh, with the bleed I had and the operation I went through, I was, you know, I came out basically with nothing wrong with me. Um, mm. Which, you know, I was speaking to Jerry McIntyre afterwards, and he says usually with stage four bleed like that, you would have paralysis or a loss of speech, or you know, there'd be some some sort of side effects. But uh, really, the only side effect I had was fatigue the whole time, and. You know that's getting better and better every every month to go on. But uh, you know it's the main miracle, really, that I walked out of the hospital. Mm. And you had so many well wishers. I remember at the time so many asking after yeah. you, wishing you good. And and you realised that as well yourself, didn't you? When you uh, switched the old mobile back on, I did. Yeah, and I suppose like Amanda had was obviously she wasn't let into the hospital, but she was bringing up. Um, I was getting cards to the house the whole time and 
you know, when I was able to read through them, it was, you know, it was it was nice to see the, I suppose, the, the best wishes and, and, and nice comments, you know. So, um, yeah, it, it, it keeps you going, really, and puts everything in perspective, you know. So you said uh, fatigue is, is an aspect of, of your life now, but it's getting better all the time. Had you any rehab to do at all, Graeme? Uh, not really, no. Um, I suppose trying to do a bit of exercise. I suppose it, it's, it's harder to do exercise there than it was when I was playing. But um, it's, yeah, no, I've, I I know rehab as such. Um, and the way things were at the time, you know, I was supposed to go for a checkup back to Bowman at Christmas, and that didn't take place because of COVID. It was just done over the phone, and I had a scan then about just over two months ago. So um, I'm still waiting for the results of that, by the way. But uh, yeah, I know it's like the hospitals are under pressure, but I'm sure it was that in serious. They'd be contacted. But um, yeah. yeah, no, it, it's. It, it, Fatigue is part of, of the recovery, I suppose, and one, mm. one of the side effects. But, uh, you know, thankfully, it's it's getting better and better. And no reasoning for this, because you're a young man, you're a fit fella, you always have been, you're active in your life. These are one. Of, this is one of these things that can happen to anybody at any stage. Is that, you know, did you ask these questions, I'm sure, afterwards, why? Yeah, yeah, and I suppose that was something that they couldn't answer. Um, you know, it, it, it can be hereditary as well, Uh so I think that was kind of one of the the things I looked up down when I came out. I think my mother then reminded me that my granny died of an aneurysm as well, but she had it in her stomach. So it's probably it probably maybe stems from that. But I like I would have had no um, symptoms or you know, nothing to to point out that there was something seriously wrong. Never have suffered from migraine for years and years, but. Uh, and since the operation, I haven't had one, so touch wood, but uh, maybe that was, mm. you know, something that uh, was lingering there or, or, or triggering it, but, um, yeah, you don't know. With the bang I got over the years, you don't know. The doctors couldn't really put a, a finger on it either or, you know, say exactly why it happened. But, uh, yeah. you know, it's just one of these things that, mm. said, as you said, it can happen to anybody. Mm. Um you know, it has happened to several people since since I had mine, and they weren't so lucky. You know, uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, we we'll just I suppose keep looking forward and be thankful for what we have now at this stage. Sure thing for Amanda and the children as well. What a gunk they got at the time, and all they had to go through because with COVID as well, the restrictions on the hospital. You're in there; it's not straightforward. You have a wee fella. What age is he? Or was he four then? You have a funny story about him. Did he ring up or talk to you? Or there's a story about this, isn't there? Yeah, he was. Oh, he was just. He was five at the time, five and a half. Um, but uh, yeah, so um, he couldn't understand why I wasn't coming home, and I. I, I told him I was coming home in a couple of days and uh, he says the doctor there and I said oh put me on to the doctor I want to talk to him so, you know, so he was he was going to give him a bit of his mind but uh, yeah I suppose you know I'm lucky enough that he's young enough that he doesn't really understand what was going on um, I think for the older ones you know they're 23 20 and 17 now so they obviously you know, knew what was going on and were worried. So, yeah, yeah. you know, it was, but I think, you know, I was thankful to walk out of the hospital. And that's kind of really when it hit me what had happened that, you know, you're. Yeah. 
I got into the car and I just, you know, started crying to, and Amanda couldn't understand, you know, what was wrong. But I think it was a relief of just finally getting out of the hospital and being in one piece and alive. So. Yeah, sure thing. Uh, I was just going to say the apple doesn't fall far from the tree with the young Gerty and him wanting to talk to the consultant, I have to say. <laughs> but uh, oh, we have many good wishes to us coming uh, for our first guest on the show today, Graham Gerty. Graham, you're very popular out there. You have a big fan club. Sure, you've always known that, haven't you? That's oh, great to hear, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, Brendan Hughes. Just a few of them. Brendan Hughes has been on to say uh, he's delighted to hear you're hailing hearty and well done to you. Uh, we have a message from a Deirdre saying there, thank God for Navin Hospital that day. They played a big part in Graham's uh, recovery and that is a very good point to make. Another one there from Sandra saying in 2017, when I was 47, the same thing happened to me. I'm four years in and I thank God every day that I got to survive. I want to wish Graham all the best. He's so inspiring, and so on and so on they go. There's a big love out there for you. Oh, that's nice to hear, Jerry. You know, and I suppose, you know, a lot of people who went through the same thing have, have been in touch with me as well. Just to, I suppose, advise me of what was going to happen and, and, you know, steps to take, I suppose, going forward as well, which is really helpful too. Mm, Caroline Burke from Beliver you know Caroline well I'm sure uh, is on here to us as well all in Beliver Uh, great to hear you on LMFM this afternoon and wishing you well and they're flying in there 086 1800 658 I'll just remind you of the number again WhatsApp or text keep them coming to us and we'll read them through the afternoon for sure you mentioned you know life your family your children put everything in perspective it's a point that people make all the time. We get on with the busyness of life. I do, you do, Graham. Everybody does. Something like this really does stop you in your tracks, doesn't it? I think it does because we take life for granted, really, and think we're invincible. I suppose definitely I thought I was. You know, I didn't expect something that this was going to happen or anything, really. I know. And I suppose men in general don't really, you know, put everything on the long finger and... and don't go for regular checkups. I'm not saying that they would have picked this up, but uh, it's something that I suppose needs to be highlighted as well that we need to look after ourselves a bit better. Mm. But it's definitely, you know, it came out of the blue, and, and I know it shocked a lot of my friends that, you know, geez, if this can happen to to Graham, uh, you know, we better all, you know, watch out and look after ourselves. And I suppose if if any good thing came out of it, 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 it's that like this, people. Mm. looking at them better yes Kevin's Kevin's put an interesting one into me there and he again wishing you well uh, and delighted to hear you just wondering you know with all the rough and tumble in your in your GA career when you took knocks for sure uh, you know would you ever consider anything like that might have contributed yeah and that's one thing that I had pointed out to the doctors kind of initially and this is you know they couldn't put a finger on us but I don't know, probably not. I think those those lads that probably got more knocks than me over the years and are okay, you know. So it's it's as I said before, it can be a registry as well and, and that's probably you know, the big thing here. But uh, you know I can't rule it out either and they couldn't rule it out. It possibly could could have stemmed from that as well. But uh that's the thing we don't really know with with mm. aneurysm. 
Yes, uh, your loud fans are on as well. Liam, o- Le- Liam O'Neill leading the charge there today from uh, uh, the Wee County. Great to hear Graham on with you today. Uh, Jerry, wish him all the very best. He's a fantastic guy. Thanks indeed for that, Liam. <laughs> They're just hopping along here as I speak. The other thing is, Graham, you mentioned your granny. Uh, you know, had had the same condition. Can yeah. you be tested for this, Graham? I'm thinking of your children uh, of that. Yeah, yeah, you can, and they will have to be tested as well. Um, I don't know when that will take place. Maybe when they're in their mid twenties. I'm not sure if, uh, what the format for that is, but um, they will have to because of what happened to me. They will be tested as well. Yeah. Yeah, that's good to hear. So That's a good thing. You know? Yeah, it is a good thing and a very important uh, awareness to create as well for anybody who might be concerned. So you get back on your feet, the energy thing, bit by bit you're getting stronger. You keep a good eye on the old footy? Ah, oh, we do, yes. We have to keep our set occupied. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but isn't it great that you had the interest? You know what I mean? Have you been to a game? Have you been out and about since? Or are you uh, doing have, anything? Yeah, like, yeah. I haven't been at, you know, too many games, but I've been a few over the summer, all right. Um, yeah, so we'll be, we'll be interested now looking at the next couple of weeks. I think it's the Glen Emmons are, are, are playing some dances in the Junior Championship, so we'll, we'll be keeping an eye on that. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's allowed me clash in in the Leinster Junior there for sure. So that that is one. Um, uh, again, this year when you look at the just before you go, because you're a man who's played at the highest level and won the ultimate in all Ireland titles. Tyrone coming from uh, you know uh, right of centre this year to win the all Ireland. Did that surprise you? It did a bit. Now I I didn't see it happening now, especially after the the you know huge defeat to. Kerry in the league, I think it was 25 points in that, and I didn't really see them uh, challenging in Ulster at all, and they just seemed to um, find the second gear after the league finished, and, and you know, really finished the, the year on a high, and, and, you know, they were probably the better team in the final, but they still got hard to put Mayo away, and I think like Mayo probably <laughs> never going to win at this, they had mm. plenty of chances, but just didn't take them, but, uh, you no, know, you have to hand it to, to uh, you know, Fergal Logan and Brian Dewar. You know, their second year in charge, they're doing really well, and and, and to win in Ireland, it's fantastic, and especially with the tradition that's that's in Tyrone and, yeah. and with Mickey Hart then as well. So mm. it, it it was a tough, I suppose, mantle to take over, but uh, they've done really well. They really did. They really did. Oh, we won't go anywhere with Mayo. We leave that to Providence and God knows yeah. maybe someday they will win it. Anyway, you've won a famous victory, probably the most famous victory of your life, Graham Garrity. And I'm thrilled I've had the opportunity to say hello to you today on the show. And I just see, again, I say it again, the respect and love that's out there for you. And Graham, continued success in your recovery and best wishes to Amanda, your children and all the family. Thanks, Jerry. Pleasure to be with you. Take care of yourself. Bye-bye. That's uh, the wonderful Graeme Garrity there. And I'm really thrilled to have a chat with him on the show this afternoon. You're at Late Lunch on LMFM Radio. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.